Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning. Buenos dias. How are you? We're starting another week in 2 Peter. We're in the third chapter. We're getting through slowly but surely. This is the last chapter of the book. We still have a lot to cover. Where should we go after 2 Peter? I'm praying about it. I got to start praying about it. I haven't thought about it, to be quite honest with you. So I got to pray now. What's the, what's the plan of God, the will of God? Do you think God has a will about that? Mm, let's talk about that for a second. Do you think that God would even be interested in which book of the New Testament or Old Testament we go to from this? Nah, it's the word of God. Just do it. You mean he would be interested in specifically, no, this is what Jim Simbler needs to be studying and the people need to hear. You think so? I think. God has a plan for every day. If he knows the number of hairs on our head, if he's concerned when a sparrow falls, I think there's a plan. So let's pray together that God will lead me to it and we'll do the right thing when we're done here, God willing. So 2 Peter 3, and we are reading now verse 3. Above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming, he promised. Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. That's a lot, so let's read it again. Above all, very important, you must understand, get this in your head and heart, that in the last days, already it's the last days then, so we're closer now to the coming of the Lord than ever before, scoffers will come. What do scoffers do as a hobby or as a profession? They scoff. Doubters doubt. Worshippers worship. Scoffers scoff, following their own evil desires. That makes their following their own evil desires a little easier for them because they're scoffing. Come on, you don't really believe that. Like God created the heavens and earth. I mean, really. Out of nothing, you say? Oh, yeah, and I, he died on the cross and rose from the dead. And he's coming back again. I mean, how's he coming? It's a joke to them. And they mock and scoff at believers who hold on to the promises of God's word. Now, those scoffers are coming. No, I bind that scoffing spirit. Forget it. Stop binding the scoffing spirit. The scoffers are coming. God said so through Peter. It's part of the terrain that God wants us to walk through and stand for him in the midst of. Scoffers are coming, and they're going to be scoffing. And one of the things that he brings up here is... Where is this coming? You know, the second coming of Jesus. He's not coming back to a manger. He's not going to be born by Mary. None of that. No wise men, no shepherds, no King Herod, no cross to die on. Uh, it's all been done. He's been there and he, done, he did that for us. Praise his holy name. No, he's coming as the judge of the living and the dead. He's going to wrap up 
planet Earth, and he is going to judge the living and the dead, and he's going to usher in eternity. And people who belong to him are going to go to be with him in heaven, those who have been born again, who are in his family, who wait his appearing. And then the people who are unbelieving, liars, abominable, fornicators, adulterers, all the people mentioned in the Bible who never had their sins forgiven. He would have forgiven them like he's forgiven all of us, our sins, who are Christians. But they went, no thanks. I don't want to give up my way for that way. That's a possibility. People can do that. Oh, we don't see that every day. So then they go to a place of judgment. But since it hasn't happened yet, you get it? The scoffers are going to go, y'all been preaching that for years. Where is it? Everything has stayed the same for now hundreds, thousands of years, 2,000 years. Peter's going to show the fallacy of their scoffing. But scoffing is very intimidating to us. It can suppress our witness because none of us like to be laughed at. No one. No one wants to be laughed at, scoffed at, <laughs> rejected, not included in the A-list, not invited to the club scene with the people you work with. But worse is just being laughed at and mocked and scorned in front of other people. Like, what are you, a holy roller? Like, but they're going to come, and that's going to be a test of how deep our roots go. Some people, the seed fell, it was stony ground, and the roots didn't go down very deep. So thus, when trouble and persecution came because of the word, maybe some of those scoffers who major in scoffing, those plants didn't last. They had life in them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same seed, word of God. Same life as every other plant. Didn't last. But what brought that out was the scoffing and the mocking. If you want to fit in with this culture and be accepted, you're going to have to change your teaching and doctrine. If you stand for the teaching of the Bible and what Jesus taught and who Jesus is, you are going to be rejected and mocked. If you say, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. I want to be accepted. I want like both ways. I want God to like love me and walk with me, but I want, no, I don't want anybody laughing at me. They call me a hater. You know, if you read the Bible and quote it, you hater, you judgmental. By the way, that's how Jesus ended up on a cross because he didn't compromise with the culture. Pharisees were the legalists. The Sadducees were the more liberal ones. Herod was the king, Jewish fake king under Roman supervision. And Pilate was an old-fashioned, tough Roman uh, official. But Jesus like, I can only do what the Father tells me. I can only say what the Father tells me. You want to follow him and fall down and get right with God? Beautiful. You want to mock me and laugh at me? I read one place just recently. He was in the synagogue and he was teaching. And then his teaching changed. And he said things that they found anti-Semitic about Naaman the Syrian who was healed and and us, and the crowd that was marveling at him next thing you know they picked up stones and they went at him and wanted to throw him off a cliff and somehow he just walked through them I mean the crowd can be fickle your friends can be fickle but you don't have a true friend 
if they turn on you because you love Jesus. Come on, let's hang together and encourage each other. See you tomorrow. God bless you. Thank you.